Amen. So, uh, ushers, if you let's pray over the offering and then once you receive that. Father, we do thank you so much for this opportunity to give. Lord, I, I just want to thank you so much, Father, for all of the giving over this last 25 years. Father, there's been so much done. There's been so many lives touched. So many people saved, born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, healed, ministered to, changed, nations touched. Father, and we know that all of that can't be done in this world without finances. And Lord, you've chosen to, to use your people to give so that these things can be done, so that the kingdom can be advanced. Father, I thank you for absolutely every penny that you have that has come through this church that has been given towards this ministry, towards other ministries, towards your work around the world. Father, thank you. And Lord, I thank you that there is a blessing on that giving, on, the, on those finances that far exceed whatever was given. Lord, I thank you that you see the hearts of men and women and children, and you know, Lord, you know how you've led them, and as they've been obedient to you, I thank you, Father, that that blessing just continues to give right off into eternity. Thank you for it, Father. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done and all that people have done in, in support of River Valley Christian Church and the ministries that it's associated with. Thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So go ahead, ushers, and serve the people. Hallelujah. While they're doing that, um, I just want to, I have a whole bunch of thank yous that, uh, so I'm going to start with, you know, thank you, Tom, for playing yesterday. And no, I could go around the room. It's going to take forever if I were to do that. You guys were amazing. Thank you for everybody's service, the kitchen crews, the picture crews, the, the video, the sound, the, the, the people outside with the petting zoos, the, the, the bouncy houses, the, the working on setting up in the morning, the people who have come from around the country. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, we can't possibly, there's so many thank yous, we can't possibly touch them all. But Lord, I just, I just praise God for, for each and every one of you. This church, once again, is is stepped up and when this church steps up look out stuff happens things change people's lives get touched and you guys are a part of that and have been a part of it i'm so we're just i'm so blessed to be the pastor here because i get to take all the credit for everything you guys do and it's just amazing and uh, people tell me all the time they're like wow you, you have such a great church like i know i know yeah you i know no, we know it's the Lord, amen, and we know it's your faithfulness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Hallelujah. And, uh, but I just want to, um, as that's continuing on, see the, the ushers are having a new challenge this morning. It's the, uh, it's the, the, the linear giving rather than the horizontal giving. Or the, uh, it's, it's vertical, I guess. Vertical giving rather than horizontal giving. Sorry. I'm trying to think of a good term. It doesn't work. Thank you, Jeff. There we go. Hey, north, east, west instead of north, south. Hallelujah. So, thank you all. Um, what we're going to do is the, the caterer is going to be setting up here as we, as we go along. And when they're ready, then we're going to, then we're going to be going out and, and uh, going through the line, doing all that kind of stuff and coming back here. I'll let you go by tables. So, the one who gets the most interested in my sermon and I hear more amens from... During the day will be the first. Okay, so then, Amen. Amen. Yeah, woo, glory. We're gonna have a runaway today. I can see it already. <laughs> it's the best sermon ever. Yeah, 
but we're going to have a good time. But what, what we'll do is let you go by tables. That way you don't have to stand in line the whole time. But we're going to show the video later on, too. Again, one more time, we'll show the video. But and people have asked about this, and yes, the answer is yes. The video will be available to anybody who wants to get that. We're already in the process of making copies. They'll be back on the, uh, the, the Word Shop uh, counter. They're free. You can take one. Take one. If you want to make your own copies, go ahead and do that. You know, take one per family. And then if you want to make copies, go ahead. But it's just a, it's just a really nice, uh, really neat uh, reminder of that. But we'll show that again at the end today. But I want to thank uh, all the different ministries that uh, ministered uh, throughout the week. Um, last night was the, the local ministries, the um, uh, River, Valley, Saint, uh, River Valley Christian Church, St. Croix Falls. Pastor Paul and Sonia Hansen ministered. River Valley Christian Church, Grandy. And uh, Pastor Tom and Cindy Bakke ministered last night also. Pastor Carl and Kathy send their greetings. They were here during the open house yesterday. But uh, uh, Pastor Tom, or Pastor whatever his name is, Carl. Uh, too many pastors here. I've got to run through all the names. Pastor Carl, in his other job, in his, uh, his, his uh, secular job, has been working 12 to 18 hour days. And he had to go back to work today. So he, just, he had to go home last night and go to sleep. They had a, a system crash at his work, and he's, he's a computer specialist. And so he, he's just, he sends his greetings, he sends his apologies for not being there last night. But then uh, also, uh, Reverends Dan and, and uh, Marta Lewis ministered with uh, Light to the Nations last night, and it was powerful. And uh, Mayor Chubba, where's Mayor Chubba? Wave. There he is, right there, shared last night. And uh, Friday night, Friday night was Pastor Thomas. That's right. I was thinking, what happened? Because it was supposed to be Dan and Marta. Pastor Thomas and, and the Holy Ghost had a wonder. We all had a wonderful time that night. Glory. And I just, you know, once again, that, I mean, that was a powerful, wonderful time in the Lord on Friday night. And I just, like, I reiterate what I said that night. This wouldn't have been a 25th anniversary with a Holy Ghost, without a Holy Ghost runaway one night. Amen? Because that's who we are. We're, we allow the Holy Spirit to do what He wants, when He wants, how He wants, even if it's completely unscheduled. Even better if it's completely unscheduled. Amen? So then on Thursday night was Vision Europe. No, no, no. no. Yeah, it was. Yes. Help me out here. Somebody help me out. It was Vision Europe, and so uh, uh, it was Reverend uh, Robin Roberts, and it was Vern Norton, uh, from Vern Norton Ministries, and Pastor Thomas from Switzerland, from Longenthal, Switzerland, ministered on Thursday night. Wednesday night was Ramshorn, uh, uh, Pastors Roger and Myrna Eilers, and uh, Pavel and Arena, and uh, Ernst and Ludmilla. All of these nights, all the different teachings are online. So you can pick those up and watch those if you missed a night. Uh, every night was, was wonderful. Every night. You're, good, you're definitely going to want to check out Wednesday nights. Pastor Ernst was uh, in rare form Wednesday night. It was, uh, it was excellent. Absolutely excellent. And then on Tuesday, and I, I went backwards on purpose because uh, I want to thank... Because if I started there, I wasn't going to get to the rest of them. All right, that's what was going to happen. Pastor Dan and Claudia. Amen. 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 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Dan and Claudia ministered that night and just, you know. Would you guys like to say a few words? This would be a great time for you to... Why don't you guys come up real, real quick here. These guys... Never mind. I'll just let them share. Just, I'll try to get it out in a minute here. We thank God for His faithfulness. His faithfulness. What is this week really about? How would you sum it up in one word? Faithfulness. Faithfulness to God. We thank God that even as Pastor Rick Mann shared when this church started, I was 25 years younger than my 73 years young. And we had a mandate from God to establish His kingdom on this side of the river. And people in the other congregation in River Falls, they sort of balked. And yet, you know, when God gives you a mandate, you must do it. You must be obedient. And we thank God for His faithfulness to us. And we thank God for Pastor John and his faithfulness. And Deb, where's Debbie? She's working, see? Faithfulness. We had previously established a church, and we had just finished building the building. And we had been planting this church for three years. And with no thought, we had uh, these young men. Dan was working with both Kevin over here and over there, and Rick Mann over here and over there, and um, with no thought of us doing it, because we had just finished the building. And God just came upon us and said, you have to do it. And when you have worked so hard to get even a congregation begun, let alone build the building, um, that was a big thing. So I said to the Lord, you've got to tell me something. And when I get real pressed, God gives me a parable. And I'd like to share it with this congregation. Because I know people don't understand things like this. When you do a church and then you leave that and start over from scratch again with not even a chair to sit on or a, a computer to work on. Is it, am I taking too much time? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, this is a parable. He said there was a boy, and he had a puppy dog. And it, he loved his puppy dog so much. And you have to understand, my husband is, uh, loves what he was doing. He loved it. He, he loved the whole starting all the, the church and starting the next church. He just loved it. Anyway, this boy had the puppy dog, and he would even put him inside his jacket when he would ride here and there. And one day while he was 
out with the, his puppy dog, two big dogs came. And they came and they started to jump up. And they wanted to get that puppy dog. And they wanted to kill that puppy dog. And he had to even hold that puppy dog above his head so these big dogs wouldn't get it. And so the Lord said to me, take that same puppy dog, and he grows up, and he meets those same two dogs that wanted to kill him. And he even fights with them, and he even loses a fight, but he licks his wounds and go on because he wouldn't be killed. And he said he needed my husband to take and take this church till it was able to get to maturity and then pass it on. And so we, we, on all these things we don't understand, but I understand this, that when we obey God, he does nothing but bless. And so everything that's here is his hand and his blessing upon it. And so he gets all the praise and honor and glory, and so we're delighted to be here today to see that it has gone on. It, and it will go on because it has been brought to maturity and can go on. As I look around and see the other ministries and ministers of which each and every one of you are, I see God's faithfulness. And I thank God for his faithfulness. And the Word of God says if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the best of the land. And we not only have eaten good this week, <laughs> we've eaten good for 25 years. And we give God the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you. My bodyguard. The way you operate, you need one, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting, because what I was trying to say earlier, and we'll try one more, one last time, is none of us would be here doing this. I mean, obviously we'd be saved. I was saved before I met Pastor Dan and Claudia. Some of you were and some of you weren't. Some of you weren't saved when you met Pastor Dan and Claudia. But because of their ministry, because of their faithfulness, because of, of all that they've done, we've all grown. And the, and the vision has grown. The kingdom of God has grown. Both locally, regionally, but also around the world. And it's that faithfulness. I mean, when you, when you stand and you, and you, and you want to... You want to think about your life meaning something. This is an example you can follow. Now I've heard Pastor Dan say this, and it's actually a quote from another ministry. He says, I've never done anything great. I just didn't quit. That's the whole thing. is not stopping, not quitting, not backing up. You keep moving forward. You keep getting up every morning, and you keep... Saying, okay, God, what do you want me to do today? Yeah, we went, we, 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 got, uh, we went through some struggles yesterday. We had some opportunities. But Lord, where's every day, your, your new day is full of mercy. 
Help us to do what you got us to do today. And after 25 years, and actually it was 81, wasn't it, when you, first, when you guys first started, or 80? 80. 80. So that's my math. 33 years. <laughs> after 33 years, faithfulness. Congregations on both sides of the river. Hallelujah. Ministries around the world being supported and helped and encouraged. That's what this is all about. Faithfulness to obey God's leading. Faithfulness to come and faithfulness to go and do things that people say you shouldn't. You know, well-meaning people, people that people that have a good heart. You know, Peter, bless his heart, you know. Peter told Jesus, Oh no, don't go to his, don't don't go to Jerusalem and die. Praise God, Jesus did it anyway. Sometimes you have to do what God tells you to do even if everybody else is against you. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes you just you have to forget about the majority and do what God told you to do. Amen. And be faithful to it. Glory to God. Faithfulness to obey. Faithfulness to trust God. It's in trusting Him even when He says to do something crazy. To believe him. Believe him when he says something crazy. When God says, well, you know, I can heal you. You have choice. To believe him and go forward. Or just stop and take the consequences. It's a choice. If he tells you that, that there is a blessing and, and, and a prosperity by moving forward, you have a choice. Believe him and go forward or stay where you know. And that's the heart of what I'm going to share this morning on this end of the, the 25th anniversary and the beginning of the next 25 years. Because we're only going to do one every 25 years. I'm pretty sure after this last week, I only have energy. We're going to take, it's going to take 25 years to really catch up and be ready for the next one. And all the people who have been doing things, the kitchen crew and different people, I said, okay, you guys put making notes so that you can do this again in 25 years. And they're all going, no, we're not doing it again. Somebody else, these guys will have to do it in 25. No, you're not going to do it? <laughs> Help me out here, buddy. We're on TV, okay? You've got to work with me on this. He'll do it, okay? He'll do it. But it's moving forward. It's looking forward to what God has. Turn with me to Numbers chapter 13. It's a very famous, very well use scripture you know the story you could probably teach the story the preach the story better than i can numbers chapter 13 beginning with verse 1 then the lord spoke to moses saying send out for yourself men so that they may spy out the land of canaan which i am going to give the sons of israel you shall send a man from each of their father's tribes, every one, of, every one a leader among them. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran at the command of the Lord, all of the men who were, who were heads of the sons of Israel. And it goes through their names, it chronicles them. We know who they were because they wrote it down, each of the sons. Go down to verse 17. 
It says, when Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, he said to them, go up there into the Negev. Then go up into the hill country. See what the land is like and whether the people who, who live in it are strong or weak, whether they are few or many. How is the land in which they live? Is it good or bad? And how are the cities in which they live? Are they like open camps or, or with fortifications? How is the land? Is it fat or lean? Are there trees in it or not? Make an effort then to get some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. So God tells Moses to send out spies into the land. We've all heard this story so many times. Like I say, you could teach it better than me. But I want to point out a couple things. A couple things that have always bothered me about this story. Did God ever send out, tell them to send out a spy any other time to where they were supposed to go next? No. He didn't. He didn't tell them. When, he, when, he's, when they were in Egypt, he didn't say, Okay, Moses, now tomorrow you're going to get let loose. Send out 12 spies to go check out the, the trail between here and the Red Sea. Make sure it's open. When they got through there, he didn't say, okay, well, now go on to the next place. Well, you know, go to, go, send some, some, some spies out to go check out what, what Mount Sinai is looking like this time of year. Every step of the way, he said, you're coming with me. Follow the cloud. Follow the, the fire by night and the cloud by day. He just said, obey. Here we go. Let's go. So every step of the way, he led them through those different things, and when, it, when the cloud lifted and moved, they had to go. When it settled down, they stayed. They didn't do anything else. Why? Because that was the presence of God. You went where the presence of God went. But in this situation, he says, okay, send out 12 spies. Why? Because God didn't know what the land of Canaan was like? No, he knew full well what the, what the, the land of Canaan looked like. Was it because we just needed to verify? You know, let's, let's uh, you know, uh, Moses, send out the 12 spies because I want you to verify that what I'm telling you is true. He had already, it's a land flowing with milk and honey. And I'm going to give you the land. So why does it matter whether the cities are fortified or camps? He said it was flowing with milk and honey. What, what does it matter if the fruit is ripe or isn't? He said he was going to do this. Why did God, I mean, I, I'm thinking to myself, what, why mess it up now? Because it got messed up, didn't it? Why mess it up now and put it into the hands of men? Why would God do that? Because he wanted them to know their hearts. He wanted them to know their hearts. Before, he just said, okay, let's go. You're going to go. He doesn't, you know, up to that point, he was pulling all the strings. You're going to go here. You're going to go there. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You find yourself in this situation. You're going to find that. Okay, at some point in time, we have to grow up. At some point in time, we have to look at the situation and choose to be mature and grow up. And this was Israel's opportunity. 
He sent out the leaders. Now, I mean, these guys were leaders. They weren't just, the, you know, they weren't just go, okay, we'll pick one from your group and one from your, you know, let's, you know, okay, you look like you're ready, let's go. No, these were the leaders. These were, were recognized leaders. My, my guess is there had been battles up to this point. They were proven in battle. They had seen the hand of God. They had seen the provision of God through the rock, through the, the quail, through the manna. They had seen everything God had done. And they were leaders. None of it was, was hidden from them. None of, the, none of it was just, oh, you know, I, I never saw that part. They saw all the miracles in Egypt. They saw everything God had done up to that point. And now God said, all right, you tell me what's going to happen when you cross that river. You tell me. I want you to go over there, take a look at it, tell me what you see, and you tell me what's going to happen. So they went. He sent the, he sent the, the, the twelve out. And we know the story. The twelve went out. Ten went out, and they saw, they all twelve saw the, the same things. They saw the fruit. They saw the, the, the provision. They saw the, the good land. They saw the trees. They saw the mountains. They saw all those things. And they all saw the giants. They all did. But ten came back with the bad report. Yeah, all that stuff's there. Hey, we got the grapes. That, that picture, that idea that they were carrying one cluster of grapes between two people with a pole in between. I saw a picture years ago when I was a little kid. I remember in the Sunday school, I saw this picture, and it just blew my mind because, you know, when, I, when I, my grandmother had grape, uh, grapevine, grape arbor in her yard, and they were, you know, they were Minnesota grapes. They were like about that big. And so I could just see two people carrying a pole with a little. <laughs> that didn't make any sense to me. You know, what the heck? Oh, yeah. Very dense grapes. I don't know. You know, you just kind of. But no, these. I mean, it was the picture I saw that they showed us in in, in kindergarten or not in kindergarten in uh, in uh, Bible uh, school, Bible uh, whatever that thing is, Sunday school. Thank you. Well, the 25 years hasn't changed much, has it? We're just going to still have trouble speaking during... Uh, thank you for filling in the answers as we go along. It's called group participation. Big group of grapes. I mean, a big group of grapes with a pole and these two guys, two burly men, carrying this huge, one cluster, big group of grapes. Is there provision over there? Oh, baby, there's provision over there. Look at that. It's awesome. It's amazing. It flows with milk and honey. All the good things are there. It's amazing. Where God's taking us is amazing. Where God's calling us to. When we cross over that river, it's amazing. And not only is it amazing, it's a beautiful place. There's provision. Everything is there that we need. It's all there. We're ready. Everything we need is there. All we have to do is cross over. But remember the story. Ten of them said, oh yeah, it's all there, but there's also giants. They're huge. They have, they have like six fingers on each hand. One of the giants, did you know that? You ever read that? One of the giants, uh, Goliath's brother, had six fingers on each hand. Dude. 
big guy. And they're, and they're battle ready. They're, they're ready to fight. They're, they're going to defend their land. It's bad. The land has been spied out. The land has been spied out. This next 25 years, I'm telling you folks, the land has been spied out. It's ready. God's calling us to go. God's calling us to go as a congregation, but God is also calling us to go as a fellowship. Beyond these rooms, beyond our fellowship. The fellowship that we're related to, the, the, the people that we're Vision Europe and, 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 and Light to the Nations and Ramshorn and Sikahed. I'm telling you, the, the land has been spied out and it is good. It's good. Now, I can feel it. I can feel it as I, even as I say that. Probably the same thing that, that, that the people, you know, coming back from the, from the report, you know, that when everybody's listening, because they're like, okay, these guys, these 12 people have seen it. Okay, let's go. What's, what, what's it like? Oh, big grapes and flowing with milk and honey. It's awesome. It's a good land. But there's also apprehension. Why? Why is there apprehension? Because these people had just gone through 400 years of slavery. They had also left, in a, in a, you know, I mean, it wasn't a great situation that they left out of Egypt, other than they got everything. They cleaned out Egypt. But, I mean, it, was, it, it took a lot. I mean, it took the destruction of a nation. Pestilence, famine, deaths, frogs, blood, hailstones, fire. Hailstones with fire in it. Wow. I mean, they've seen some stuff. Then they leave, and then they get, they get jammed up against a, a, a water, you know, up against the Red Sea, and then the, the army of, of Egypt's coming down. I mean, that, you know, that has to be a terrifying thought. And then they cross over, and then there's no food and no water. What do you do? And then, then they actually get to Mount Sinai. They meet their God, and he's just, I mean, fire and lightning and smoke and earthquakes, and, and they're going, oh, whoa, Moses, whoa, whoa, he's too scary. You go talk to him, Moses. So, I mean, so they're looking at, okay, well, there's the promised land. It's across the river, and it's a good place. But what's the catch? <laughs> there's got to be a catch. There's got to be a catch. Because every, there's always been a catch. There's always been, I mean, it'd be great if we just walked into this land, and it never had a problem from that point on, and we never, never had to pick up a sword or a spear. And from that moment on, all we had to do was reach over from our, our bed each morning and pull a grape off. And then the milk flowed into the bedroom. I just dipped my cup into the milk, and then the honey's dripping off the ceiling. Life is so good. But what's the catch? There's always a catch. So even now as I'm saying this, and I believe I'm, I'm saying it by the Spirit, that the next 25 years are good. In many minds, and I have to admit, I'm, I can be one of them. Yeah, Lord, but what's the catch? Because, you know, we've all heard this saying, and it's a true saying, with every great victory, every great victory comes out of a battle. Amen. Are there going to be battles? Oh, absolutely. 
I guarantee you there's going to be some battles in the next years. Big battles, probably bigger than the ones we've gone through. But also, out of those battles will come amazing victories. Amazing victories. Amazing victories. The land is spied out. The land is good. It flows with provision. Where God's calling us as a body, as a, where God is calling us as a fellowship, it is flowing with provision. It is flowing with provision. It is flowing with provision. There's provision, folks. But it's on the other side of the river, not Wisconsin. No. <laughs> Although Wisconsin's a wonderful place, and many of you come from there, it's a beautiful place. We're talking about where God's calling us to. Amen? Opportunities abound. And yes, there are some giants there. But we're going to take care of them. And God's going to take care of them. Amen? Just look at the harvest. Look at the harvest, folks. That's what this is all about. That's what this whole 25 years, first 25 years has been about. It's what the future is all about. It's about the harvest. Amen. We're not going to fool ourselves. We're not going to, you know, we don't play any games here. We've always said it straight. We've said it, always said it honestly. The whole thing, this whole thing is about the harvest. It's about souls. It's about people coming into the kingdom of God, being saved out of the kingdom of darkness. That's not going to change in the next 25. It's going to be increased in the next 25. It's going to be about souls. It's about people hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's not going to be just a few sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's going to be all sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're all in this together. Just look at the harvest. It's ripe. Verse 23. Then they came to the valley. They're still in there searching out the land. Then they came to the valley of Eshcol, and from there they cut a branch with a single cluster of grapes. They carried it on a pole between two men with some of the pomegranates and the figs. That place was called the valley of Eshcol because of the cluster which, is the, which the sons of Israel cut down from there. The next 25 years... And I believe this is from the Holy Spirit. The next 25 years is going to be a harvest of unusual size. It's going to be a harvest of unusual size. Huge harvest. Huge harvest. Part of it we're directly involved with. Part of it we're supporting. It doesn't matter because we're part of the harvest. It's about people. It's about souls. And it's about the harvest. Always has been. Praise God for Pastor Dan and Claudia. Praise God for that, that clarity of vision that it's about people. And it's about souls. It's about the lost. That's never been lost on me. <laughs> it's quite clear. And that's what it's about. But it's going to be a harvest of unusual size. The plans that God has for us keep getting bigger. And it's bigger than you think. This past week, you know, I, we, we said that we were having a 25th anniversary in one part to, to celebrate what, happened, what God has done this last 25 years. But early on, months ago, as we were planning and preparing, having meetings and talking about this, one night I woke up in the middle of the night and I just was, you know, one of those deals where you're laying there and I didn't have anything else to do, so I started praying. Started seeking the Lord. Just started listening for His voice. Usually if I wake up like that, there's something going on. 
So I just I start listening. Well, Lord, what are you saying? And he said, what's really important about this 25 years are going to be the afternoon prayer sessions. He said, I want you to have prayer for two hours every afternoon during the week. So Tuesday through Friday, we had prayer every afternoon. And those prayer sessions were powerful. Amen. Wonderful. When you get people from all different areas, people that were not, are not always here, it's people that come in, people who, are, who know how to pray, who love to pray, and our people were here. Many of you came during those times, and we had prayer. They were wonderful. And God set a lot of things in motion that, this week in prayer. And I know that he set some stuff in motion in my life this, year, this week. He spoke some things to my heart about the future. I had to sit and share them with Deb this morning so that in case I slipped and said anything, which I'm not going to. Because we just, we, we, part of it, we, we take steps. But in case I slipped, I didn't want her to go, What? Where'd that come from? But God said some things this week. He, he got things moving. And then on Thursday night, Reverend Vern Norton was preaching. Powerful. Powerful message. And in the middle of his message, he turned and started prophesying. And I don't have the exact words written down. I have to go back to the tape and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get these written down. But it was something to the effect of, you saw lights coming and going. Coming and going. Lights coming in, lights going out. Lights coming in and lights going out. It, that, that River Valley Christian Church would be a hub of people coming and going. And while they're here, they're getting trained up to go out. Where are they going out to? Easy. The harvest. Yes. Amen. Easy. I know the answer. Why? Because the Lord's already been speaking to me about this kind of stuff. Coming in and going out. Coming in and going out. As soon as he said that, the Lord reminded me of a prayer meeting that I had been in about ten years prior. The cabin where we were praying that weekend with John Moe and Reverend John Moe and Reverend Robin Roberts and you guys and I. And it was during that prayer time that the Lord said the exact same thing to me ten years ago. He said, John, prepare Prepare for a time when there would be coming and going. Coming and going. People coming in, being trained up, and going out. Going out where? The harvest. Almost word for word. And, and Vern wasn't in that prayer meeting. Coming and going. People coming in, coming in for rest, getting built back up, and then going back out to the harvest. New people who have never been to the harvest before coming in, getting what they need, getting the supplies that they need, getting the training that they need, and going out to the harvest. I don't know how it all works. I have some things that I believe, because there's other things the Lord's been saying to me. I don't know how it all happens yet, so I can't go any further than that. Right now, we start walking it by faith. Okay, Lord, open the doors. How does this work? How do we play a part in that? We'll find out. And I'm telling you, it's going to be good. But it was during those times of prayer that, that God has been stirring in my heart where we're going. Now, 
What does that look like? I don't know. I haven't been to that side of the river yet. I don't know. But I'm telling you, it's good. The Holy Spirit's been there, and He's saying it's good. It's flowing with milk and honey. It's flowing with provision. It's got everything we need. We're to get, when we get there, when we cross over by faith, we step over that line and say, we're in, we're, we're doing it. And actually, I'm sorry, I already did that on, on Friday night, or whatever, Thursday night. We got done, well, it was, it was prayer on, I guess, that prayer on that day. I stood up and said, okay, God, we're in. I'm in. Let's do it. We're in. So I've already committed all of us. Thank you. Just want to let you know that. We're going where God told us to go. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, there's some giants over there. But I know, I know, this is, this is the most exciting part of the whole sermon. I've been waiting for this part. Sorry, Dennis. Glory to God. <laughs> I get excited and I spit every once in a while. You guys are really a lot closer than most people usually get. <laughs> I know. That there's a bunch of people, there's a bunch of you in here who are Joshua and Caleb's. You're Joshua's and Caleb's. Why? Because the other ten have already left. <laughs> Praise God to be in a company of Joshua and Caleb's. Who have been, who've been faithful through the hard times. Faithful through the lean times. Faithful when you didn't have to be. Oh, you want to hear a prayer that I pray to God all the time? Thank you, God, for the people who have stayed, even though they did. Oh, Jesus, even though they didn't have to. Thank you, God, for faithful people. Amen. Thank you, God. This is an amazing church. You have no idea how amazing you are. I've seen other churches. Praise God for this one. Thank you, Jesus. Full of Joshua's and Caleb's. People with life and, and vitality. Even, even you old folks. I wasn't looking at you, Gwen. I was looking at Larry. Looking at that mountain going, give me the mountain. Give me the mountain. Give me the mountain. Hallelujah. Give me Shekihade. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. You watch what God does in Shekihade in the years to come. Oh, he's shown me glimpses of what he wants to do in Shekihade. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible. Amen. You have your own mountains too. There's mountains that are in your heart. You're going, God, I want that mountain. That was Caleb's, that was Caleb's you know, desire. Give me that mountain. I've seen that mountain. I want that mountain. Yeah, but, but, but Caleb, there's, there's some of the strongest soldiers are in, on that mountain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's go. That's the kind of heart you guys have. That's the kind of heart this church has. Give me the mountain. Yeah, but you're going to be fighting uphill most of the time. Yeah, I know. I'm ready. But, but you know, you've, you're, long, you know you're, you're old. You're long in the tooth here. I know. There'll be even more of a miracle. 
You got all this stuff going against you. But you know, you know what the doctor said. The doctor said that you don't have much time left. Ha! Uphill. I know, I know a bunch of you who are supposed to be dead by now. And you're not. I know a bunch of you, the people said, oh, no, they could never do anything great. You know, they don't, they're not this, they're not that. Ha! Let God show them. I am, I am so glad to be counted among those who are foolish. And let God confound the wise with this foolishness. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go across that river. Let's do what God's told us to do. What He's told us to do. Well, have you ever been there? I haven't been there yet, but it sounds great. The Holy Spirit's been there and He says, we can do this. We can do this. And we're going to do it. It's going to happen. It's happening already. It's happening already. Verse 25, When they returned from spying out the land, at the end of forty days they proceeded to come to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the sons of Israel in the wilderness of Paran. At Kadesh, they brought back word to them and all, to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Thus they told him, We went into the land where you sent us, and it certainly does flow with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. So does that mean it's going to be easy? No. That's right. It means work. But we're not, we're not afraid of work here. We're not afraid of battle. We're not afraid. You know, is it, is it hard? Yeah, it's hard. It's tough. It's muddy. Who was saying it was muddy yesterday? Sometimes it's muddy. Sometimes it's, it's a mess. Sometimes it just doesn't go the way you thought it should. But praise God, you pick up and you keep moving forward. Amen? Amen. Things are looking right for a miracle. Because back then they said, nevertheless, verse 28, the people who live in the land are strong and the cities are fortified and very large. And moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. Amalek is living in the land of the Negev, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites, and the Amorites and we are all living in the hill country. And the Canaanites are living in the sea, by the sea and by the side of the Jordan. So things are looking right for a miracle. When you get the bad report, when I get the report, anymore, when I get the bad report, I'm going, looking like a miracle, let's go. Let's go. What are we waiting for? If it's a miracle we need, praise God. Let's go. I'm in. And it's that, that abandon is what we need to do, to, to live by, to see what God has called us to experience. Verse 30. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, We should by all means go up and take possession of it, for he will surely overcome it. Let me read that again. We should by all means go up and take possession of it, for we will surely overcome it. Could I have everyone stand, please? I want you to take your Bibles. And I like what, I like what Pastor Tom said last night.
We're going to read, and many of you have different versions. That's all right. Read whatever version you have. It'll just sound fun. I want to read that together. Because here's what I want to do. This is a, a commitment that we are making as a body, that you are making as, a, as an individual, to go where God leads you to go. To be a part of what God's calling you to be a part of. Not, not I won't, I'm not going to qualify it. Where God's leading you to go. How God's leading you to be a part of what He's calling. But this verse works for everybody. If you don't have a Bible in front of you, look over on with somebody that does, because I want you to be able to read this together. Verse 30, the last part, which says, and I'm going to repeat it, and then, then we're going to say it together. We should by all means go up and take possession of it, for we will surely overcome it. It's good to confess. It's good to profess what God is doing and what, God, what, what, what I believe, what we are doing together. So everybody find that? Verse 30, Numbers chapter 13, verse 30, last part of the verse, we should by all means go up, take possession of it, for we will surely overcome it. Here we go, together. We should by all means go up and take possession of it, for we will surely overcome it. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. You might hear the Lord saying that the way is prepared, the way is prepared. In crossing, in crossing. You oh. Good. Okay. In crossing, in crossing. You'll come to doors that are open, but in to go through. But it's going over to get to the doors to go through. To go through and even timely places like Gideon with the 300 to show up. To show up when a possibility looks at the enemy and with the tools, so to speak, of God. Those supernatural tools. Those things of the Spirit. By Him. By Him. When He, under the instruction of the Lord... What seems to be impossibility, the possibilities of God open up to go through, to conquer, so to speak, the harvest, the harvest, to harvest, to take it in the power of the love of God, to take it in by the tower, power and demonstrations of the spirit of power, a power to penetrate darkness, to penetrate darkness. Those who seem to be lost cannot come out, come out by the love and power of God, reaching into the... That's what looks like a lost cause, but to God it's not a lost cause. The placings and positions. One thing about Gideon, when, when they woke up the enemy, it said they all stayed in their position. They didn't run, the enemy ran. They didn't run, the enemy ran. Amen. They run. And so God, by the power of His grace and by the power of His love, gives clear directing, clear directions, clear directing, Clear directions and right connectings and right connections. Right connectings and right connections. This one, not that one. This one, not that one. It's looking to Him. Lord, You're the one. You're the one who leads us. You're the one who shows us. Thank You, Father. You help us to fulfill the plan and purpose of heaven. Destinies, destinies to be brought forth. Destinies, destinies to be walked in. Destinies, destinies to be fulfilled. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we do. We dedicate ourselves to you. We dedicate ourselves to your plan, to your purpose, and to your call. Father, we thank you for all that you have done in this past 25 years. And Lord, we won't forget what you have done. We won't forget the folks, the people who have served and been faithful. We thank you for this foundation, Lord, that is, is not, it's based on Jesus, who is the foundation, but then upon it, on top of it, we can actually build something that will stand. And the foundation of this body, this RVCC, is solid. And we thank you for it, Lord. And as we move forward, we'll build with precious metal. We'll, we'll build with value. We thank you, Lord. We will give our best. We'll, we'll work our hardest. We'll, we'll follow you wherever you lead. We thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Debbie, can you check to see where they're at in the preparation? She doesn't have to. You know. We'll be ready at 20 after. Okay, perfect. Excellent. Okay. What we're going to do is we're real quick, we're going to show the, the, the 20th anniversary video. So we'll show it during, we'll show it while we're eating then. We'll just show it while we're eating. Hey! This keeps coming and coming and coming. A local church with a local Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Pastor Dan just shared with me, and it's something that he has had on his heart for years, and he's right. He keeps hearing a local church with a world vision. Amen. Local church with a world vision. Hallelujah. God is good, isn't he? Amen. Five to ten minutes. So what we're going to do, here's what we're going to do. We are going to show the video, but when you're ready, you tell me, and then we'll start releasing tables. And that way, what we don't want you to do is to stand out there in a huge long line and wait forever. And so uh, I need some judges. Who was the most uh, involved? No, I'm just kidding. My table. So, so here... Here, here's, what I, here's what I think we should do. Why? Because I just think we should do it. We're going to start with the last table right over there. You guys, when you go, I'll tell you when. But we'll start over there. And then we'll go from there. Huh? Go out that door. Go out that, that corner door right there. Go out there and the line goes this way. Come back in. And there's going to be more people coming too. People from other churches that are going to be coming after their service gets done. So the tables are full now. Scunched together. If somebody comes, let them fit in. Just, I don't know. How, here's, here's what we, when I looked at this, and I told the staff what I wanted to do for the, for the banquet. They're like, how are we going to do that with so many people? And I said, had you ever gone to grandma's place when you were a kid? And, the, and my, my grandma had this tiny little house, and like 40 relatives showed up every other Sunday. And we were sitting on top of each other, and we were, you know, we were eating on the floor and the whole thing. And I still remember 
grandma's house. And I still remember the smell. I still remember, you know, the, the watching the football games, you know, all afternoon. It's just that and everybody was cramped. The, the house started smelling. And it was, you know, having all things in common to the point of uncleanliness. So we'll just make room. We'll just scunch in and we'll go. Yes. Okay. Hallelujah. Can we, can we say goodbye to the sick heat folks before we, uh, before we play the video? Because once it starts, they'll be gone. I want to say goodbye. Nope, they'll come in. They're going to slide in from the side. There we go. Hallelujah. So everybody to look back at the camera. Hallelujah. We love you guys. We miss you. We're so looking forward to when we see you again. God bless and we love you. Everybody say, Yonapot Kivanuk. Amen. Bye-bye. Oh, and actually, when you, say, when you say goodbye in Hungarian, it's hello. Hello. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for being with us. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, go ahead, Tom. No, don't go ahead, Tom. No, don't go ahead, Tom. Um, I can beat you. My grandmother's house, mm-hmm. my, my mom's mother with her seven siblings and all their kids and all their kids and some of their kids in a two-bedroom trailer home. <laughs> I'm not lying. Uh would you come here, please, too, Pastor Dan? Um, yeah, you. These, uh, that's right. Don't you forget it. These, uh, these two folks, you, no, you come over here, um, are pretty good. We, uh, we've, uh, we've had pretty good leaders so far, and we know how they operate, and... We know that they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't endorse the sort of things that we do behind their back. <laughs> so we have... Card- you, you wouldn't lie in church, would you? I have not, and I would not. Okay. <laughs> just some cards. We just discussed it amongst the congregation, and we couldn't take up an offering because you wouldn't take it. And so we didn't. Uh, we... We threw this into the fire, and this is what came out. Uh, so we, uh, we love these folks, and we're glad they're here. And I will give both of them grief until, you know, the three of us aren't standing anymore. But I, uh, I love these guys and am proud to be working with them. And I know that you guys feel the exact same way. So thank you, both of you. God bless you guys. Love you, man. Of God. <laughs>